0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at a story or narrative-focused game and give our thoughts about it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week, we are giving you a little bit of a double feature. We played the mobile game Florence, developed by the new game studio Mountains, which I believe is actually headed by the lead developer of Monument Valley, if anyone has played that. Um, That game came out, Florence came out February 14th, 2018, costs about $3, and I've also listed the composer as Kevin Penkin, because I am not sure if he's part of that team or if he did outside work, but the music was a pretty integral part of the game, so I wanted to give him a credit as well. And we are also going to generally just talk about mobile games a little bit, because we figured that first bit would be a little bit light, and, and I've got some thoughts about About mobile games, I came into that intro hot, and I feel good about
1: it. Yeah, that was beautiful. So put down those phones, you know, put down your Fortnite mobile. Well, hold on. If you're listening on your phone, don't put it down. Well, listening on your phone, press the home button. Done with those games. You're listening to us talk about mobile games. Okay. Mm, Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: I got you now. Yeah. Full undivided attention, as you do with every podcast. Yeah, get in the dark room, <laughs> close everything on your phone. Don't meditate. Just close your eyes and listen to us. Get your get your significant other,
1: friend, or a mirror, and just stare at them or yourself.
0: <laughs> and while you listen to this podcast, while both listening to individual instances of this podcast that are not synced up, please. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, this Florence game, right? Yeah. You guys, this game is pretty dang short. It runs about 30 to 40 minutes, mm-hmm. um, and it's an experience. It is something that once we talk about a lot of the things, it will not have an impact on you as much, I think. And yeah. uh, so, what, what it pretty much is, it's like a lot of vignettes of some really um interesting parts of this uh person's live, who ooh ooh Alex ooh, names ooh. i need
0: the names. names florence Yeo. oh and that would the make other sense person whose name yeah. i will look up now while you continue to cool. talk about the game cool it's about um it's kind of like these
1: vignettes where it, they're like very very puzzle light um and you will be kind of like watching the story of uh florence as she kind of um uh on the base level uh goes through her like mid-20s and meets someone and then mm. has a connection with and that's where i'll leave
0: that it, person's much. name is krish and i cannot krish. find his last name on the wikipedia page so uh, it, i won't fine. use it yeah it's fine and it's about like i said a 34 minute experience
1: very puzzle light um you can just play i think it's pretty hard to put down once you grab it up um it's something that you should wear headphones for like the game advises because as alex said earlier it's very music heavy um and it's only about three bucks uh i think it's something that's worth supporting so when i did say earlier to put those phone games down now (laughs) what i want you to do is pick that phone back up go to the
0: store and pick this one up because i think it's a real treat um, and then play through it and then put that phone down and listen to us. Do not, do not at any point from this point until you finish the podcast. Get rid of your phone or stop looking at your phone. I want you to pause the podcast, play the whole game, and then hit play on the podcast without moving from that dark room with your yeah. significant other. Yeah, and you will not be, you will be playing the game desynced. Please don't talk to each other because it will ruin your. Do not opinion. look at each other. Do not share a knowing glance. That is not okay. <laughs> it will ruin the whole game. Yeah, 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 that's an
1: that's an integral part of it. I actually did play this game. I, I kind of wanted to ask you, where did you play this game? Since it's a mobile game, like, that's not something I ask very often. Like, that's true. Where'd that's you play true. it? Just sitting on your ass on the computer chair. That's usually the answer. But where did you play this game? <laughs> I played this
0: one kind of curled up in my bed with headphones on and the lights off. Nice. That's exactly, exactly how good. I played it. That's a, It's ugh. the right way to play this game, it feels like. God, I wish I could play all
1: video games that way. Oh man, let me introduce you to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's true. But you got to <laughs> hold that fucker up, and it's like, it's not heavy, but it's like just enough where it's not super comfortable. Yeah, I, the whole I laying agree. down. I totally um, agree. But I have seen setups, I'm sorry, this is a slight derail, where yeah, go for it. they like, they have a like arm joint. On the side of their bed that's like attached to the wall where they set oh, the switch fuck. up and then you just lay down with your hands in the bed and each joy con goes in your fucking hand and that's so you don't have wild, to like dude
0: no you don't have to
1: hold your hands together they could just be separate oh
0: god that's that's very good i don't know how you'd even handle that god. yeah i'd never leave the bed uh- <laughs> <laughs> it would be i would my whole body would atrophy in a week it'd be <laughs> yeah. miserable probably um but that was not this game. Yeah, that was not this um, game. No. So, as Duncan said, spoilers, um we're going to talk we're not going to do like the normal step-by-step thing quite as much just because it's like a 35 minute game. Um so do do for real go go pick up this game. You know, non-spoiler thoughts, I really really enjoyed it. Um generally the way that I've described it to like the two people I talked about is it felt Very, very much like playing through a Pixar animated short.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Hey, edit that one in front of (laughs) mine. (laughs)
1: Because
0: mine sucks. (laughs) Uh, But it feels like that in all of the right ways. So if that sounds interesting to you, and it should, then definitely do go ahead and, and pick this game up. Because it was really good, and I'm very excited to see what this team does next. For sure. So, this is the Spoiler
1: Zone. Welcome.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Spoiler Zone.
1: Um, so, what? how do you want to handle this? Do you want to just, like... Do you
0: want to do a rundown? Do you want
1: me to do a yeah, rundown? Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll do a very brief rundown of Go the general story of the game, because there's really not much. And then I just want to kind of highlight um, a few of the key moments that I think really expressed what this game was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we can kind of talk a little more freeform about it. So, again, the game is... Like Duncan said, it's really just about um, a girl, Florence Yeo, who's 25 years old, Um, and it's about her, you know, experiencing a kind of like mid-20s funk and falling in love with this guy, Krish. Um, Basically, you know, the beginning of the game is just kind of her going through routine. Again, the color palette in this part of the game is very gray. It's her, you know waking up groggily and hitting snooze and brushing her teeth and then like going and doing some sort of busy office work that they don't really fully express what it is. You just do math problems. Um, and like, you know, just continuing on in that sort of vein for you know, a couple of chapters and air quotes until she eventually is riding by on her bike and sees this guy playing the cello who she instantly likes. Uh, and then eventually, uh, couple of days later is biking by that same area and sees him and like crashes her bike and he ends up helping her up and you know lo and behold they end up going out on a date and then you know this middle section is about their kind of budding romance with them going out on dates and then like seeing more and more of each other and texting each other all the time and eventually you know building this thriving relationship there's like a rocky fight in the middle but again it's it's generally a very upbeat tone in this area and eventually you know They both express their interest with Florence wanting to have become an artist, but more or less giving that up when she was younger and really focusing on, you know, trying to go down the traditional path. And obviously, Krish, you know, he was a street performer for the cello, so expresses his interest in, like, getting into a music school. And as their relationship grows, they move in together. And then the kind of third act is, you know, more or less what you would expect, where um, tensions start to rise. They get into a routine, and a lot of the sheen of the early relationship. I think at this point, it's like a year and a half later in the story, um, kind of starts to come off, and they are at each other's throats a little bit more um, until eventually, like you know, their differences kind of become too much, and they have a really big fight. And Chris ends up moving out, um, and the game concludes. You know, after a somber period there um, of Florence being just generally unhappy, the game concludes with her picking painting back up now that she has, you know, grown from this relationship and is more on her own and more self-assured and kind of, you know, budding and that flourishing into a career where she is, you know, selling paintings online and doing well until eventually she has people showing up at an opening of her art gallery. And again, kind of the dream that she had put aside when she was a kid, she comes to realize after this relationship. Um And again, that is a very, very broad telling of the story. I think the story itself is fine, but the way that it's told is is everything much the same way that, you know, same thing in like a Pixar animated short, same thing in a lot of the games we've played on here. The the story is fine, but the way that it's portrayed is really, really powerful.
1: Yeah, and also uh, something we probably should have said at the top basically no text like conversation wise like yeah you do not mm-hmm. see like like Florence and Chris like talking about you know what their favorite like you know foods are but you see that still but like you don't necessarily like read it the i think the only couple texts is just like when there is a certain book or something like that or um yeah, or, or you're talking to your mom. mom yeah yeah exactly talking to your mom or whatever but like it's very very light on yeah. the uh, the
0: the written dialogue and I really like the also, way this that takes they do place,
1: that. place in Japan.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I couldn't tell where it was necessarily. Um, but the way that they do that, uh, the way that they kind of portray who is talking, I think is so good because everything is like all of the interactions between Krish and Florence are defined by the fact that they work in like color palettes that work together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the same way texting colors is, you know, blue and white or you know whatever your preferred texting application uses. Um, they do a lot of that with like red and blue to represent you know each of them talking. a lot of the differentiation between like what they do is represented by different color palettes and it's mm-hmm. also represented by a melding of music where the scenes where they are both mm-hmm. in, Interactions highlighting Florence are represented by, I believe, a flute in the background, whereas interactions with Krish are represented by, uh, I believe, a cello. Yeah. So it's like this thing. the music and the art and all of it blends together to give you a very, very coherent idea of what is going on and what is being said without any actual like, words ever needing to be used throughout the game. And again, really, really well done in that respect. There are
1: certain uh, moments of this game that really like their mechanics represented moments of each of their lives or like their interactions in such Mm -hmm. a way that like i didn't understand very very initially and then like as things expanded it it made a lot more sense like perfect example like i'll just i'll just give an example instead is so um on your very first date like oh, this was talk. so cool. This one's this my This was so favorite. cool. <laughs> this is my absolute favorite. It, yeah, probably. Um your very first date you are I mean it's a reoccurring theme too, but uh, you're um talking uh initially and you're you've got like a couple puzzle pieces that are going to form a like a little capsule sphere like a kind of like a texting you yeah, know, same chat thing. chat box basically. Little chat box and then you have to put the pieces together and there's like 8 to start with and it takes you a while to figure it out and like you're like that piece goes here that piece goes there all right and then you have a conversation and then like it takes just as long as him for to figure it out and then like as time goes on the pieces get fewer and fewer and like the puzzles are like just really really simple because it's just so much easier for them to talk because they have a connection and like going through that initial like um I've got eight pieces here. Uh, this is, uh, my name's Duncan and I I like to uh, play things. Oh, you like to, you like to do, okay. Uh, all right. Now we can talk <laughs> about this and now it's really simple and it's exactly like just any kind of first meet of any kind, like it doesn't even have to be dating or relationships or so it's like, you're just trying to find any kind of common ground and then once you find that, it's so, you know, easy to discuss and that's like a really simple concept to understand but like, portraying that in a game mechanic is something that I've never seen done and it's cool like it's it's neat
0: Um, it yeah it works extremely well especially because you don't necessarily know it's coming so you're just sort of figuring out when you're like that one felt felt like maybe it had fewer pieces and then eventually you're like this is three pieces and they all fit together until eventually you're (laughs) just dragging up one block that fills the whole thing and it's just yeah That was right before the kiss that was right before the kiss there's just one block you had to drag up oh god duncan this game was so fucking cute it was so fucking cute i was sitting there in my (laughs) bed at this early part like oh my god i'm gonna like start tearing up because of how fucking adorable this thing is god i love that yeah so what question question here
1: yeah. I personally thought tragedy was going to befell one of them. Not like the tragedy of like breaking up. I personally thought I'm like, one of these fools is dying. <laughs> like, I don't know why I couldn't <laughs> oh, no. get that out of my head. Did you think that? Or what was your like, what was kind of your like, think...
0: where does the story go? Like, what did you think? I was, was very confident they were going to break up for some reason. Okay. I expected it to be like, a bigger event like I expected the breakup to be because like oh one of them like very clearly wasn't supporting the other or something um and yeah so a little bit of background part of the reason that I wanted to play this game and knew about it is because I had heard people talk about it before in pretty vague terms but I had heard you know vaguely that the ending was really powerful and vaguely that there was you know trouble in the relationship I just didn't really understand I see what was going to happen so I was kind of going into it knowing uh, it might not end happy, but I also at no point was like, ah, oh, one of these, ugh, they're gonna kick it, they're dead, They're dead for sure. Someone's <laughs> gonna be riding a, a bike. Yeah, yeah.
1: And kind of leaping back into that, those, those little chat boxes. Another the same kind of moment that's to kind of finish that arc of thought here is like when you're having those arguments, whether it's the later argument that kind of breaks them up or one of their initial ones. You like have a contest to see who can, like, finish their puzzle first as you see, like, Mm -hmm. him doing his puzzle. And, like, whoever gets more puzzles done first, the screen kind of leans towards them as, like, the higher person, like, overarching them. Because some people are just, they're so quicker. They're so much quicker with arguing and, like, you know what I mean? Those comments, if they come out faster, like, it's just Mm -hmm. really cool. Like, it was a very,
0: like, you know. You think about it. Uncomfortable. Mechanic, I would say. Yeah. Like, I really liked it, but you know, I found myself being like, oh, "I gotta get this one in, yeah, I gotta get it in before he says something." And then, like halfway through that argument, I was like, "Fuck, I don't. This feels gross. No, why am I doing this? I don't <laughs> want to be Yeah, I want to stop. If I stop, but he's gonna win though. Yeah, you're like, I win, and then he realizes what the
1: what winning actually means, and you're like, Oh well, that's too real.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's like. That first one, it's not a huge event that sparks that argument. You're just like shopping for something at a grocery store, and then disagree, and then it blows up. And I'm like, "This is you guys. There's no reason for this. Why are you fighting?" As I'm like dragging pieces on as quickly as I can to try and win the argument, and it's, yeah, it's it it works extraordinarily well. It does, Uh, and I think the the other moment because that's mechanic plays kind of in the opposite way too towards the end of the game um which was the other half that was really powerful to this this kind of core idea of the game which is um you know you build these these pictures as time goes on uh, you know for various puzzles throughout the the game and at the end you like put these pictures of each of you together after an argument laying in bed Mm. And, like, normally you would then slide one over and connect it to the other, and it would make, like, a perfect picture and kind of sink in to signify that you did it. But, like, when you get all the pieces put together, you try and put the two halves together It realized that, like, the puzzle pieces just don't fit together. Yeah. So there's no way to, like, move them to get a connection going between the two characters again, which is, like, the first time in the game you can't do that, which really kind of hurts a little bit
1: and what's interesting too is because like when you um when you have your initial fight you have like a moment where i don't know if it's like a puzzle that triggers this but like they they like make up and they hug but like when you're putting together the the puzzle after the big argument um their face the pieces are splayed out in random directions but they look like they're still facing each other so like initially i'm like oh they made this one up too but then you put it together and you're like, oh, no, nah, they didn't make this one up. This is, I don't know. There is something about to like the facial expressions, especially like mm-hmm. post argument where I'm like, that's, whew, whew, yeah. that's real. And I'm like, they... yeah, they captured with their minimalist faces. They got very like simple expressions, but they, they capture a lot of emotion in those. Um, but yeah. I don't know there's a lot of moments too that aren't as like powerful or heavy that still were just like really nice or fun to uh like do things with what were kind of like what were some of your other favorite moments or like mechanics
0: that I really for liked you? um the moment like the scene where Krish moves in yeah you get like a nice little like Slide by slide, you know, image by image, where you just have a box of his stuff, and there's, like, other stuff there, and you just kind of have to figure out, like, well, okay, we're in the living room now, like, what of his stuff are we going to put in here, and what of her stuff are we going to put into storage to make, like, a combined home where everybody's stuff is, like, intermingled? Yeah. And it's just, it feels good, and I took a long time with that, trying to be like, okay, well... <laughs> You've yeah. got a lot of books on this bookshelf. I understand that. That's very important to you, but there's a minimum number of spots, so we're going to get rid of, like, some of these to make sure we have both the family pictures on. Like, it's got to be fair and <laughs> even. And it it was... Yeah. Uh, it, it's I so spent funny. a long time with it. It's so funny how much, like
1: you care, but you know that doesn't matter. Like, you know, yep. this doesn't instantly become a choice-based narrative where, like, from this point on, if you put three books and two of Krisha's stuff on there <laughs> that the story changes. You know that's not true. There's a perfect
0: combination that gives you the happiest ending. Oh, my
1: God. Could you imagine if there's a fucking secret combo to give you the happy ending and really the problem was is just they didn't keep enough of each other's stuff in the... Oh, <laughs> God. That would be so amazing. Oh, that'd be really fucking good. Yeah, God, that'd be so cool. I mean, that that was a really cool one. I really liked um, the um, the one where you have to clean up, uh, Krish's room because she was coming to your uh, mm. his small. Uh, apartment for the first time so you got to click around and like see all of his stuff change and he had like a little superhero on the shelf and then that got removed but later when you're (laughs) moving his stuff back in it's in one of the boxes and that's like a nice little thing i really like um but uh yeah i i like that one one that didn't really work for me whereas Mm -hmm. post breakup there's like a puzzle uh with torn pieces kind of, and they're, like, gently floating away as you try and put them in place. And like, I
0: really liked that one. I had
1: a hard time with it, and pieces kept floating away when I was trying to fucking solve it. And I was getting yeah. really frustrated. I'm just like, just stay, I need. Like, <laughs> they floated too often too fast, I felt like. But the idea of it where you're trying to fragment this um, piece of something together was was kind of cool, but the, yeah, uh, the mechanics didn't I mean, work as well for me.
0: I, I definitely did feel a little bit of, like, like, the very beginnings of frustration. But I was just very like, in the mechanical idea of, like, trying to put together this thing that's, like, constantly, like, been destroyed and can't stop drifting apart no matter how much effort you put in to get it together. Mm-hmm. I was, like, very into that. I actually almost wished that it had like drifted more often to the point where you couldn't fit it together and that's then what it had I'm just saying. been a timed experience. Yeah, it would have been cool if like it was impossible
1: like it's possible but the game mechanic did not allow you for it to be possible, you know what I mean? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I I definitely agree, but also I just I don't know. I really it's, like that. It's I, a minor criticism.
1: Like that's yes. really the only one that did not really
0: work for me. Mm. I think again, like the game, you know, it's not some Monumentous work of genius, right? I don't think I'm not trying to say that when I come across like liking everything about it, but I think the very simple metaphor of describing, you know, a combination of the doldrum of not knowing what you're doing with your life and like figuring out a new relationship, like the metaphor of that compared to puzzle pieces is again, it's something that's been done. It's been done a lot, but I think the way that this game melds all of those different ideas works incredibly well and i think the medium of of games is something that kind of uniquely allows it to to feel so much stronger because you know you get the idea of like puzzle pieces not fitting together in you know movies and books and, and every form of art but you don't like physically, again, feel the idea of, like, is there a way to fit these puzzle pieces together? Like, there has to be. There has to be something I can do. Maybe if I, like, tilt this, like, you don't feel that yeah. um, intensity of wanting and trying feverishly to fix something that you know can't be because it feels like it's on you. And I, I think that It does wonders for the game in terms of drawing you into the story, and also just the fucking art and music were so good, dude. The music was doing gangbusters in this game. It was pulling its fucking weight.
1: It really was. You know what some of the uh, cello pieces really, really reminded me of? Uh, Mm. Is the music from Braid. Like, it really...
0: That's it! Fuck! Yeah! I was listening to that soundtrack today at work because I loved it, and I was like, this is... This sounds like something I don't know what, but it <laughs> I, it sounds like something, and it was yeah, braid. It's it very, sounds like braid. It's
1: very, very braid. Like, um, and I really like that. The music and braid is fantastic, and so is this. And like, all of the the flute moments are really, really good too. But there's something that's so like, the deep, uh, like the deeper like held chords of the cello are just like, mm, they're good yeah i'm not again. a music
0: person by any means so please that terminology is just <laughs> the deeper held a. chords of the cello got the point across That's yep. all need. <laughs> um, cool yeah no the entire soundtrack is on spotify so even if you're not gonna oh, play dope. the game you can just go give it a listen and it it's phenomenal on its own um, i didn't even know that what a gift yeah, of knowledge it's, it's great um yeah i don't know this game just it it worked for me the it way works. again, not a like crazy new thing with the color palette expanding as the game goes on and the relationship deepens and then shrinking to be mostly grays with splotches of color here and there after they break up. Like, yeah, it all it all works. It all works very well. I wish we got a little more closure on krish's storyline. Yeah, um, just because I was like, I was expecting them to meet and like to show growth in terms of, like, them both supporting each other and then going their separate ways. But at the end of the day, it's not a story about Chris. It's a but, story about Florence. So. Yeah, and I think that kind of just speaks to, like, there's a moment where it
1: says let letting go or let go, and then you're yeah. walking with him, and, like, it's kind of, like, oh, almost fuck, like a dream I space. Forgot about that. And you're holding down on the phone, like, to walk along, or to stop, to, like, you know, keep up with his pace. But I'm just, like, yeah. tapping, being like, what do I... What am I supposed to do? Gotta let him catch up. Gotta let him catch up. Gotta yeah, just constantly tapping. And then and then you realize that it's like, oh, it. That's the name of the chapter and my instructions. And then you just let her walk away, and then he kind of fades away. And I think that's kind of why you don't get the wrap up on that is because like I need to. I'm just gonna disconnect myself completely, uh, from from him. So it's like yeah, and I mean there are people that like, I don't talk to anymore. I. I want closure on their story
0: <laughs> that, I, that I've
1: you know, been with or been friends with. And it's like, you don't really, I mean, I
0: guess you do if you have Facebook or something like that, but I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I think, I think it is a, a smart choice to not get closure on Chris's story. Like I just like because them. It's not his story. I just, yeah, I like them as a couple. I like them as a character and I liked the cello music a lot. So I was <laughs> like, Oh, maybe we'll get a bunch more like really cool cello music right at the end. And then, yeah, yeah you don't, but again, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's 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 really nice. Um, you know what I'd describe cuz you were saying like there's nothing like you know groundbreaking with this, but it's still so good. It it's I'd define it as textbook. This is just like textbook up down.
0: It's it's good and it's right. You know? Yeah. They don't they don't try to do too much. They don't not try to do enough. They just Stick with what works and do it really, really well. And, you know, not to say that, like, some of the way the puzzles integrate isn't a little bit innovative, but again, it's not, yeah. like, you know, groundbreaking storytelling. But yeah, I think it's good. Cool. It's textbook. I like that. Um,
1: Let's, uh, you want to switch say. gears?
0: <laughs> yeah. If you promise never to say switch gears. Wait, 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 for... wait, wait. Let's
1: take a. Hard turn. I haven't oh, said that boy. in years. That's an oldie. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I shouldn't... We shouldn't be talking about this kind of things because this could be someone's first episode. But anyways. I'm
0: sorry. We used to, uh, whenever we didn't know how to make a transition, we would <laughs> clap and go, let's take a hard turn. And it was yeah. real fucking dumb, and there's a reason we stopped doing it, but <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Um, let,
1: let's just talk about mobile games in general. I want to kind of take a perfect transition here and say... How many of these kind of games do you play on your phone?
0: Florence-esque games?
1: Yeah. Not many. Not at all for me. Like, that's just not the kind of phone games I play. Yeah. And, like, there there just aren't many that I even really know about. There's just not – I don't have a way to, like, search for that. You know what I mean?
0: Like, I feel like I don't know how to find those kind of things. I think that is – Within of itself, I think that's kind of the biggest problem. One of the biggest problems facing mobile games is not a lack of innovative ideas, not a lack of, like, cool storytelling or cool mechanical things. But I think a lot of it is the actual storefronts where you would go to find these things, whether it's the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. They're just fucking bad storefronts. They're just garbage storefronts.
1: It's just like... Um, Yo, know, you want to play Flappy Bird or Clash of Clans? What do you want?
0: Yeah, like, ooh, you liked Clash of Clans? Well, how about Fight of Groups? Well, how about <laughs> War of Family in like eighteen <laughs> different Clash of Clans clones? And yeah. that's all your recommended feed becomes because you downloaded it. And uh, I have well, even heard if you, a you don't games, download it, I mean, like that's just how it comes out the box. You know
1: what I mean? Like, you just open up the Play Store on a fresh phone, that's your option. You know what I mean? Mm Because that's what everyone's trapped in, you know what I mean? But,
0: yeah, as far as the recommended. Yes. And there are other games like this, I know for sure. I mean, like I said, the guy who made this also made, or one of the devs on the team who made this also made Monument Valley, which was pretty highly praised. I played a little bit of that, and then got a new phone, and it didn't re-download it. Um, But that was, like, a really cool kind of puzzle-esque um, isometric game that had a bunch of really cool artwork and a very somber tone. Um, I think they maybe even made a second one. I'm not sure on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I have heard of a couple other games that are doing not quite the same thing, but doing other, like, emotionally powerful things, and I think a lot of them do really interesting things with integrating, like, oh, like, part of this game is you getting fake text messages throughout the day that are, like, timed to the area you're living in, so it makes sense, and I think that sort of stuff is really cool. Yeah, Um, I played one of those for a while. Yeah, they're neat, and they can work really well, Mm -hmm. but they're also, like we said, just fucking impossible to find. Yeah. Yeah. You have to Google top 10 phone games that aren't clash of blank yeah, and yeah. you might get an okay list and that the it thing is, is
1: i i feel like maybe if i did my research i could find it but it's just not something i really go out of my way to look for and maybe it is after playing this maybe it is something i should because i really did enjoy just like you know i just said hey i'm gonna go play my game and then i went to you know i went to bed and i just like laid down and relaxed and played the game. And, like, when I play games on my computer, even if it's a relaxing game, I don't feel... I didn't feel as relaxed as I did when I was just laying there playing that. And maybe it was the simplistic nature, but, like, I've played other games that are, like, just as relaxing or as storytelling, and I just didn't feel as... I don't know. There was something there's something about that uh, that platform that really I wonder, helped me.
0: I wonder if... And this, this is going to get, like, super fucking... Bullshit no, armchair psychologist. Um, yeah, I wonder if there's something about the fact that we were both laying in bed playing it that did it because you know I we've played you know even games like Life is Strange where I have a, a huge emotional connection to it and largely it is a game that doesn't require a lot of like dexterity it's a game that doesn't require a lot of <laughs> yeah. um, like high level of mechanical skill I didn't get that same sort of like immediate emotional attachment and I didn't get that same sort of like just comfort but. I don't really play games in my bed ever. That's like strictly a place where I go to, to like sleep and, you know, maybe like watch a few things before bed, but I'm like totally decompressed. I'm very, you know, for lack of a better term, I'm like much more vulnerable when I'm in my bed than when I'm in, like sitting at my computer, sure. playing an emotional game, because that's also the same place that I sit to if I'm going to work from home or I sit, if I'm going to check my email or I'm going to play I'll a competitive play game. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the other time I'm very emotionally vulnerable. Um, <laughs> So yeah. I, I think there may be some sort of a mental connection there where it's like, hey, this is, like, a space where I come to relax and, like, kind of oh, let everything down. And I, I think that there might be a, a something there. But I also don't fucking know, because I'm not a psychologist. But. I mean,
1: like, I play—I mean, when you, you've played Switch and Bet, though, like— did you yeah, feel but the I'm, same? Like I mean, you don't really play relaxing games on the Switch, though. It's not really like a. Well, I guess you do. I don't know. It's hard.
0: I mean, games I play on the Switch are largely like things that are mechanically focused. Yeah, so that's true. It's usually like, oh, I'm gonna relax and play this for 20 minutes, you know, before bed or something. And it's yeah. not, you know, this and Tetris 99 do not elicit the exact same response <laughs> as it turns right, out. Right.
1: Right. So what are what are some of your favorite mobile games? Toby up front. Yeah. Let's let's do it. What are you um, playing? And I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna talk kind of at length about a couple of different things here mobile wise. I just wanna say, um, I'm gonna come off very pro mobile games, maybe more so than I would have even months ago. Partially you know, ta- because I have just been playing more mobile games, but also partially because I have been reading some you know, like some conversations online and I saw a lot of people came down very harshly on mobile games, just like they're all bad. They can't give you a real experience. Mobile games aren't real games. Um, and, like, that's all. There's all kind of fucking bullshit.
1: Yeah. So. Let's, like, let's talk yes. about that
0: for a while before you display okay. your favorite. Game.
1: Yeah, this is probably more interesting, to be honest. So
0: <laughs> Okay, yeah. that's fair. Um, one of the things that I think a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people rag on a lot of things about mobile games. And I think the biggest thing that people rag on is, like,. The idea of everything being like shovelware, pay to play, like it's all garbage ports. And like, I'm going to come off very pro-mobile games, but like, yeah, there's a lot of dog shit out there. There's 18,000 copies of Clash Royale that just mm-hmm. are all the exact same game and are bad. Um, and I think that that kind of sucks. But I also think that part of the reason that people are, they, they see so much of that is because that type of game got popular. That type of game made a fuckload of money very quickly. Um, because yeah. people, it's no secret, like microtransactions. Um, so one of the things that people started doing, I think, associating in their mind is the idea of if it's a mobile game, I don't want to pay for it. Like I should be able to download and play a mobile game. I should be able to do that without paying for anything. And like, if there's payment stuff in the game, that's fine as long as it isn't aggressive. Yeah. Um, so what that leads to is you know, games like Florence. If I'm pitching it to somebody and saying hey you should go play this mobile game it's really cool here's what it is yada 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 and then I say it's like $3 that seems like a ton of money for a mobile game right It's 3 fucking dollars though Exactly
1: I don't I, I don't understand the of like like it should be free well it's a it's a 40 minute experience it's not meant to be something that's like everlasting with you you know what I mean and, and like another thing too is like I it's about the it's about the whales with the free to play games. You know what I mean? It's yeah. about the the hunting down those people who are willing to put that insane amount of money in there. And like, basically, nobody pays for mobile games. Like, if you yeah. do, you know, no 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 shame, no pink lemonade. However that phrase goes, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, like you <laughs> no do shame, that. no pink lemonade. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> no, none, neither of those things. Um, but like, it just. I don't really know too many people that pay for anything in their mobile games. Like, it's just not something that I know a lot of people who do that. And like, so the expectation you're right is just that like, it should be free and that's just so wrong. And it just enables the same game to be made over and over again, because there's only like six types of games that you can make where mobile transactions will work in that way. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't, you know?
0: Yeah. For and me. like, because of that you like i say you but i'm not like attacking a specific person or even a group of people because this is a very pervasive thing but it it disincentivizes developers from making experiences like this because you need to make an experience or a game that has some way to monetize it because making games is not free making games is difficult and it takes a lot of time and frequently a lot of money and you have to be able to you know recoup those losses in order to continue making games so if you say well i have to make a game i don't think people will pay five dollars for it no matter what i do and i want to be able to eat something that's not ramen and wear shoes i'm going to make something that will get me money back and then like yeah there might be a cool concept for a game and it might have microtransactions and that's fine but like you can't complain that like oh games shouldn't be expensive on the mobile store like i don't want to pay money for it and then turn around and go well I mean, there's only garbage on the mobile store because yeah. <laughs> those two things kind of go hand in hand a lot of the time. And like also, I, I don't know. People get upset about in-game purchases, but I I guess I'm curious, have you ever spent money on a mobile game that wasn't just to buy it? Uh yeah. Um
1: I've spent money on I've put $5 into Clash Royale once. Because I do mm. really like that game, by the way. I don't like Clash of Clans, but Clash Royale is actually pretty fun.
0: Clash Royale? Can I tell you? Yeah. How fucking really good. The thing is, it's fucking really good until yeah. you hit that point where everybody else has put like $100 into it. And, and it that's why I put $5 into it and thought that, that <laughs> would be
1: enough, but it turns out it ate. Um no. and, and I think um, I bought like a couple premium versions of free games that were just like, remove the ads. And then I yeah. Just, Paid money to remove ads because not because the ads were annoying, but just like,
0: I just want to give you the money because the game's cool, you know? That's, I think, my favorite type of non upfront cost monetization where they're yeah. just like, hey, there's ads in here because we got to make money, but like, we'll take them all out and you can experience the game as we intended it if you just give us like four bucks or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm it's Hell a yeah. it's a good strategy
1: that. it's like just weigh them down like weigh that money because it's such a it's such a hard thing to get someone to buy a mobile game and i just don't understand why it's fast it's convenient it's cheap and usually mobile games they last pretty long like especially the ones that uh, this one the florence is a bad example obviously of like long lasting <laughs> But i've got tower defense games that like i bought the version of them i'm still playing them like it's been I'm a long time. TD five, and I downloaded that shit in like 2012. I, I just a couple months ago, I bought uh, Kingdom Origins or whatever the fuck it's called. I oh, don't know. That game's fucking good. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, good. Yeah. It's good. It's really nice. It's it's it was like three or four dollars. It's like I've been playing it in bed every once in a while, almost every night, and it's brought me so much joy, and like and relaxation. It's like why wouldn't you just put three dollars towards that? So I think it's just an a misunderstanding of Game development as a whole, and like how mobile games are generated versus like mm. how real games are—you know—I should not say real games, but like <laughs> oh, console. Oh <laughs> cool <out of> that <laughs> one <laughs> out in post. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> uh, how console <laughs> games are made. Like you know, it, it's it's so fucked up. But you know. it is. It's I think really that's pretty clear. Up. I I hope this isn't like boring to listen to because it's like very clear that that's fucked up.
0: Yeah, and you know, it might be boring to listen to, but fuck it. I got a platform, and it's something that bothered me, so I want to yell about it. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I think, uh, the other thing that I was thinking about as I finished Florence specifically was something that I like about mobile games, which is, um, you know, if Florence was a 40-minute game, sorry, if Florence was a (laughs) 40-hour game. (laughs) Yeah. If Florence was 40 minutes, it would have been trash, but at 35, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, No, I mean, even if Florence was, like, a five-hour game, we would be sitting here having this conversation talking about how we liked a lot of things about it, but really that the main mechanic was just kind of a gimmick and it grew old after a while. And that's because you can't, like, the idea of, like, puzzle pieces being representative of a relationship and, like, confusion and trying to, like, fit everything together is a really, really cool gimmick that works really well, but it can't really...
1: It got legs. would take a lot.
0: Yeah, it would take a lot for it to have legs. It would take a lot of design work for it to stay interesting. Yeah. And one of the things that mobile games do, um, specifically outside of having touch be like built into a point where it's very intuitive and people are comfortable with it, is they have a lot of games like this, which are like a gimmick. They're that. Hey, yeah. they're this cool thing that like works really well on a phone, like getting texts to your phone from characters in the game it's a thing that doesn't work as a you know full-fledged 10-hour game but it's also not something that you're expecting from you know like it, you're not expecting a 10-hour game you're expecting like this cool little experience and i think one of the things that people tend to ignore is the fact that if you're building a small mobile game that's just meant to be kind of fun and interesting for an hour that costs three dollars this gimmick can be a core game mechanic and it doesn't tire itself out and it can make these like really impactful powerful experiences that you just can't get with like longer more fully fledged titles on you know the pc or console or even just like longer phone games that you don't typically see Um, right but it was something that like again playing through Florence is like this would not work. I mean, it wouldn't work on steam because you wouldn't have the touch sensitivity and it wouldn't work like on a PS4 using the touchpad or it wouldn't work even if I had to sit here with a touchpad for like six hours, but because of the platform it's on and my expectations going into that platform, this makes for a really powerful experience um, just because of the way the whole thing is mechanically created. Uh, And I guess I just, you know, maybe that's very obvious to a lot of people and it it probably would have been obvious to me if I sat down and thought about it for a long time, (laughs) but it's not something that I had like interfaced with so clearly prior to this game. And I think it Mm. made me really appreciate the platform a whole lot more because I don't think, you know, if you get, you know, there's a lot of, hey, we ported Final Fantasy VI to the phone. Fucking cool. Like I might play that if I'm waiting around at a doctor's office somewhere, that'll be interesting and to see what they do but like fully fledged games ported to a phone i do tend to get tired of after like two or three hours right and i think this is kind of a medium that is for as long as smartphones have been around not very well explored
1: yeah i'm i'm just i wish i knew more like i wish i knew more unique experiences and the touch like touch uh is such a like it's such a cool controller concept to just be like, there's so much there. Like you don't have that. Like, even though, you know, like you said, the PS4 controller has that, like, you know, little touch. No one uses that. No one cares. Like no one cares Mm -hmm. about that thing.
0: That's your map button. That's to open up the map. Yeah, exactly.
1: And like no one, there's no other device like that to, to be able to expand upon mechanics and stuff like that. And I think there's, A lot that's either unexplored or a lot that is not out there uh, for people to see that's, like, more available and in your face that, like, I think is worth exploring and is out there. And it's also, like, again, this is probably something that's been talked about to nauseam, but it's, like, so many people have phones and, like, you can share these kind of experiences with people that may not be, you know, they may not have Something like a console or like a PC rig to like play certain other game experiences, but like mm-hmm. almost everyone just them. don't play games exactly, yeah, yeah, and just like they can have these experiences and like you can share something with someone. Like, I feel like a lot of games we play on here is like, well, I mean, they're none of them are like really graphically taxing, but like, there's just not a lot of people who are willing to go install steam you know and like buy this game and then play it for a couple hours and it's like this is just so easy to just say here just download this and then we can talk about it and have a conversation about it and i think it's such a because the reason i love these kind of games is because i get to you know uh come talk to you about them every every couple weeks and it's like i just i want that for other people because i think that's really cool and i will just I want more people to be able to experience things together and that are like art forms and discuss them like movies and shows, like how we do with movies and shows and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know. It, it, I, I find so often that I end up experiencing these, uh, you know, unique games and I want to share them with other people, but it's so hard to, because they, you know, they don't typically play games that I want to still somehow share one of my experiences and like it's this would be this is a really cool way to be able to do it and i think i will be able to maybe recommend florence to you know like a couple people uh that don't typically yeah, play games and totally i think that's really really cool and if you guys out there know any cool phone games that are you know along these lines or just unique experiences in general please send them to me like i want to play more of these experiences so i can
0: you know have more fun with them, and maybe we'll play them for the show. You know, I don't know. Genuinely, I would not mind diving back into the the mobile game well whenever we find something that seems like it would be kind of up our alley because, again, like you said, it's really cool. And like you were saying, that's I can go, I can recommend this game to my mom download it on her phone and she will be able to play through it no problem and we can talk about it like i can't can't be like mom have you heard of life is strange let me explain to you what steam is also here's how a controller works if you want to play that here's how you control two analog sticks at once like it's not it's not gonna happen okay mom Um, mom 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 mom
1: mom. listen okay there's there's a skeleton and his name is Sans. okay (laughs) okay all right now you're not gonna want to kill anyone Hey, she can handle that. No, that Mom, game on our you're computer. playing it
0: wrong. <laughs> you're gonna get the wrong ending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, good lord. Um, yeah, do you have anything else? We've been, you know, I, I could probably talk at length about this, but I think I don't want to talk this topic to death necessarily. Uh, I, I do kind of want to shout out a couple that we like. I want
1: to talk about games we like. And maybe why we like a couple of them, and that's all I want to talk about. Like, just really okay. quick blur- blurb. So let's let's do a lightning round. Let's each like, you can go first. Like, give me one of yours, and then I'll give you one of mine, and we'll just like keep going. Games we like on the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless there's anything okay. else
0: you wanted to talk about, but um, no, I think I think we're there's good. more I do, could like, talk about. But oh, totally. You know, um, you want to do like two or three each, and then maybe describe why we're into one of them. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I will start and say that one of the games I like on the phone is called Reigns. R-E-I-G-E. Oh hell yes. Yeah. yeah. That game is real cool, and it's like incredibly simple, and it's not, it's not complex. It's not mechanically demanding, but it was a really fun way to spend like three or four hours after I picked it up. Well, like doing something else because it's not too intense, and it's just like, hey, a fun game about making you know yes or no decisions in a kingdom and trying to like manage it while a bunch of weird shit's going on at the same time
1: yeah they and they have like different brands of it so there's like a game of thrones version if you're a game of thrones mm-hmm. fan uh it's a really cool game uh, i've only played reigns queen when you replay as a queen because um, it was on sale so nice. i do like that game um it's very good uh i'll be honest this this kind of counts as a phone game but it doesn't
0: really hearthstone hearthstone i think that's totally fair because hearthstone works so much better as a phone game for me than it does a pc game yeah Yeah. either way i don't like hearthstone but i enjoyed it more on the phone it's a tcg
1: and is blizzard themed what else do you need to fucking know i love it so much though i love it it's, it's the best it's the best way to kill 15 minutes in my opinion
0: also, I will say um, that game seems like it would be really demanding. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of like net code going on. Uh, but I had a really old smartphone and played it, and it ran perfectly fine. And it's I had no issues. Insane how well it runs. Incredible. Yeah, Wizard fucking did it. Yeah, they really did. Um, I will shout out the one that I shouted out earlier, which is Balloons TD Five, <laughs> which I have been playing on and off since. I said 2012, that's a lie, but it was, I think, late 2013, early 2014, because it's just so good. It's a tower defense game. You put down a bunch of monkeys, they throw darts at balloons, and it's just, it's got a great aesthetic, and it's a lot of fun.
1: I should have done this one as my number one. Also a PC game as well, but I think works better as a phone game, Mini Metro. Mini Metro is- I don't think I know that one. Uh, So it's it's such a fucking cool, simplistic game. So there's like- There's just a bunch of shapes. or You start off with like three shapes, right? So you got like a circle, square, triangle. And then what you do is you drag uh, lines in between those three. And then you have little like people who are those shapes that want to go to those stations. So you just have a little tiny train that goes wherever your line goes. So you have to manage your like metro lines. So it's an efficient efficient line throughout the city and as the game goes on you get more and more shapes and you get more lines and you get like bridges so you only have a certain amount of bridges to cross rivers and stuff like that and like it is such an addicting game to try and get a better score and they have like a (laughs) bunch of different maps that are all real places and the design is so like it's so simplistic and nice to look at and the music is really calming
0: that's awesome that sounds really cool very good phone game um i was going to end it with the one other one that i had and now i am looking through my phone game library from the past (laughs) however many years and i have like four that i want to shout out so i'm just going to shout out two really quick and then i'll do the same my final one um so the room is one that i want to shout out uh, and i think there's been a couple of those it's essentially just like a 3d puzzle box um and i think there's a couple of them and they get more and more complicated and that was just like a really fun way to spend a little bit of time just sort of fucking around exploring a puzzle box and feeling like an idiot and then feeling very smart. Um, One of the other ones that I wanted to shout out, I just lost the name of Oh my
1: god.
0: (laughs) We already talked about Clash Royale. I do think that's really good. Yeah. You Must Build a Boat. I played for a little while. That was also very good. Monument Valley, again, same guy who did this one. Check it out. Um, But the one that I want to talk the most about, so I'll spend a couple of minutes here, is called Solitarica, um, Hmm. which is... Also, at this point, on Steam, and a lot of people I know have have tried it out there just because, you know, they have the option to, Um, but it was also a phone game before that, and I picked it up on, I think, my brother's recommendation one day. I was like, ah, I gotta fly back, and I have, like, two hours to kill in the airport. Sure, I'll pick up this phone game, and it's just, it's a, you know, it's a card game, you know, like, a not a TCG, because you're not playing against other people, you're not trading, but, you know, like, collectible card game, and you kind of go through with these pre-built decks, you're not really playing solitaire, but it's all like vaguely reminiscent of solitaire. Hmm. And you're like having these fights with different AI opponents that go slowly up and up and up and get more difficult um, until eventually you try and like beat the boss. And there's like five or six different decks you can play that are all themed. Like, you know, this one's a wizard deck. This one's a knight deck. And they can all like do all different right. things. And um, it it is one of those games where I picked it up because I was like, this seems like it might be a fun gimmick. And I think I legitimately put like 15 hours into it and didn't beat it. Um, with all the characters, and they released, like, an expansion for it. And I, everybody who I know who has fucked with it has said that it is an amazing game. My mom does not play any video games whatsoever. She played a ton of that. She probably played, like, 40 hours of Solid Erica. <laughs> Um It's a very, very good type of game like that. So if you're interested in, hey, I just want to play, like, this kind of fun rpg card game type thing it's a roguelike so you know you just make a little bit of progress each time and start over um very very good go check it out it's like five bucks or something it's more than (laughs) worth it okay uh quick quick
1: rush uh i started playing this rhythm game called bang dreams or something i don't know it's b (laughs) lowercase a n capital g dreams but it's a fucking rhythm (laughs) game that has some hot 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 beats uh you you also like manage your like Japanese girl band and like give Well, a shit. I mean that makes and, sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And um also <laughs> It's so good. Um uh also the Game Boy Advanced emulators is really good. But don't don't <laughs> download it. ROMs unless you own the game. I think that's how that law works. I'm pretty sure yeah, that might be how it works. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Um but- yeah that's it that's it for me also 2048
0: is dope uh that's... that was the other one i was going to shout out was not 2048 2048 is dope and i spent a lot of time with it and it was a great game yeah um, but threes is actually the progenitor that came slightly before 2048 which yeah, is a yeah, very yeah. very similar game uh and i liked that quite a bit as well because all of the little blocks are cute characters and they have backstories and it's a lot of fun oh and bullet um, so hell both monday of those games are a ton of fun bullet
1: hell monday is really dope too if you like bullet hell games they're really fun all right that's it that's it that's all i got
0: that's all That's I got. That's all I got. Those Please. games are good. Go check out every game we just said. They're all great. But also, definitely, even if you didn't play it, just go buy Florence. It's fucking good. They deserve there money some, so they can keep making cool games. There were a lot of puzzles
1: that we actually didn't talk about and a lot of moments that we didn't talk about. So I think they're, it's still worth playing. I thought we yes. would ruin it, but I don't think we really ruined it.
0: Honestly, yeah. and And even without the shock and surprise of what's happening, it's just a very well put together package that is worth playing through. So, um, next episode will be
1: Hypnospace Outlaw. I know we said it last time <laughs> we that said is... it
0: two times ago, but, actually, that that would be our next one.
1: Yeah. So we've got that lined up, um, and so yeah, check that out when that comes out. We might have a I have a special surprise for you. Yeah, I, don't no surprise. I
0: don't know. Special surprise for Hypnospace. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see.
1: Uh, and uh, you know, check us out on Facebook. Just search for thoughts from Player One. Uh, Twitter. Our Twitter handle is thoughts from P1. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Our email address is thoughts from Player One at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any cool mobile games you think we should play, you could send it to us privately or just write on our Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, that would be cool. I'd really like to get into some new and different uh, mobile games and. Um, yeah maybe play a couple of them from the show if they are narrative based or interesting in those manners uh otherwise, mm-hmm. let us know what you think of the uh of the episode or episodes. really appreciate any feedback and uh yeah, I think that's it. so you can I think sorry.
0: No, I was just going to okay. say I think so, and then I was going to plug Florence again, and I was going to say Developed by Mountains is the name of the development company who are in Australia. This was their first game as a studio, so keep an eye out for what they do next.
1: Yeah, so you can put those phones back up now, and you can, <laughs> you can resume your mobile PUBG's and your Angry Birds, Yep, and yep. maybe maybe press that home screen, maybe download a couple of those other games.
0: You know? Hey, look up! Look up at your significant Weak. other or your friend, um, or the mirror. Just kinda. Don't forget or the, the mirror. mirror. Just, just to see if if the person sitting across from you is done, and they will also be looking up <laughs> if they are looking down. If they are looking down, do not interrupt Don't. them. Do they not. are still listening to our podcast. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. What is that? oh, you're gonna like this. Yeah. What is it? It is, uh it's this delectable, delectable, edible concoction I've been working on. But, you know, I think it's missing something. What What do you think this, Wait, this are chili we re- I've been making is are missing? We, are we reversing rolls? We kind of started to, so okay. I'm to throw to you again. Okay, hold on. You
1: know what? Let me just r- rummage through my drawers.
0: Oh, oh, there it is. Oh, oh,
1: oh. <coughs> it's the spiciest pepper in the world,
0: oh. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, put that spicy pepper in there uh, for me. Cause are you crazy? Because I'm closing this episode, apparently. I'm closing this episode. You are put, you put the pepper in there that. for me. Uh, okay. Uh, blook. All right, let's just take a spoonful real quick of this. Delicious thoughts from player one, signature chili, T M T M T M. TM, that chili <laughs> pot is getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I going to do it for a